welcome to Josie's Bar podcast, the podcast where we are in Josie's Bar and we are discussing every issue of Daredevil in chronological order over a span of at least 12 and a half years. Um, at, least. We, <laughs> at least 12 and a half years. Uh, I am Claire and I'm with my co-host Vicky, as always, and we've got a very special returning guest. It is Daniel, who has his own seat hey. at the bar. Hey. Woo. back. Yeah, thank you for being so patient, Daniel, because we had a hiatus of, ooh, how long was it? About a month and a half, maybe? Quite some long time. It was quite a while. A lot of crazy things happened, so we do apologise to to Daniel and all our listeners that there was such a long break. Um, Unfortunately, we did have to take some time off. You know. Uh, But, uh, yeah, we're back now, and I mean, what? It's what? What did you say? Oh, I was uh, just saying that life, you know, has to has to come in at some point. Yeah, that's it. Well, also in in twelve and a half years, what 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 difference does a month make? <laughs> right. Yeah, what is time anymore? <laughs> yes. To be also, in twenty twenty one, what is time? <laughs> they, they mean it, time is meaningless now. Time it, is just, a flat yeah. circle to quote True Detective, which I never understood what that meant. But we have like seriously. What? If I don't have to get up for work, I have no idea what day it is. I'm furloughed. I have no idea what day it is unless I'm podcasting, <laughs> and then I know it's Sunday. <laughs> but apart from that, I have They're no like, idea yeah. what day it is. I don't know. <laughs> Every day's the same. <laughs> Where am I? Where am I? Oh, one division's on today. I guess it's this day. I don't know. <laughs> Um, a uh, quick bit of news. So I actually stopped my uh, subscription for Daredevil Comics for the first time ever early last year because I was being furloughed the first time and I was worried about money. And then um, this was the uh, Chip Zdarsky run. And a few months later, when sort of money was OK, I did my subscription again. But there was one particular issue that I could not get hold of, which was issue 11. Um, because apparently there was like a really low print run of it. Um, but my sister bought it for me for my birthday. So I now am completely up to date again. Yay! So I can actually read Yay. the whole run. Yeah. Apparently, weirdly, issue 11, you just can't get anywhere. 11. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why. Very weird. Um, but yeah, I'm... There's I'm, something special about it. But... I don't know. Yeah, it's nothing particular happens in that issue it's just i don't know but um it's such a good run that i'm i'm rereading it anyway and i'm finally reading that issue which i haven't read uh so this week we are discussing daredevil number 24 the mystery of the midnight stalker now our listeners and vicky have had to wonder what this mystery is for over a month now (laughs) we'll see if it lives up to the hype (laughs) Uh, and this issue came out January the 1st, 1967. Um, and the description of it is, Kazar goes savage! While in Europe at a Magia base, Daredevil catches wind of Kazar's latest antics. Who is the Midnight Stalker menacing London? And how is he connected to Kazar? Daredevil and Kazar team up to uncover this... Uh, I can't read my handwriting. This murder mystery. <laughs> 
so yeah, that's what we are going to be covering this week. But first of all, uh, we're in a bar. What are you guys drinking? Daniel, what have you got? Um, I'm actually sipping on a Yingling beer. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds quite nice. The first it's alcoholic a, beverage. Uh, Woo! I'm sorry? The oh, first, yeah. The first alcoholic beverage in the bar. Yay, finally. <laughs> well, I did have the, a wine spritzer one time. Uh, I think it was either my first or second time on. I had, yeah. you know, a wine spritzer at like 11 a.m. that I stole from my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first beer it's... of the bar. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna crack out my bourbon next week. I think for a, the very special issue of Daredevil next week. <laughs> Daniel knows why. <laughs> and all our now. listeners who read Daredevil before are going, oh yeah, it's that issue. <laughs> um, <laughs> Vicky, what are you drinking? I am drinking because it is it's almost past my bedtime. Mm-hmm. Um I am drinking a Pucker Tea's nighttime infusion oh. in my Josie's bar mug. Yay! Oh yes, I bought her Vicky a Josie's bar mug for Christmas, so she has an official Josie's bar mug. I have an official podcasting mug now. Yes. Yes. And yes. I'm drinking as always from my Daredevil Toon Tumbler. <laughs> Um, when I'm drinking diet uh, cherry coke which is lovely or cherry pepsi I should say which is very tasty Mm, yum 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 so this issue was written by Stan Lee and Gene Colan Uh, there's not really like much the the credits for this one aren't very fun usually they put like little fun alliteration but this one is just Mm. written by Stan Lee and Gene Colan inked by Frank Giacoya lettered by Sammy Rosen Sammy (laughs) And the cover of this one is Kazar holding Daredevil above his head. There's something very you know, I, weird about the pers- perspective on this cover. I'm not sure what it is. It's it's the shadowed crotch. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's something weird about the perspective of the angle. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. Just, it should say yeet. But I, it. it should say. I like the uh, the lightning coming out of the little bubble that says guest starring Kazar the Great. Like the lightning's yeah, coming out of it. That's pretty cool. So last time we saw Daredevil, he was stuck in Europe <laughs> in his costume, <laughs> wandering around after fighting the gladiator and a lion. Um, as, as you, you do. do. As you do. Um, and this issue starts where he is confronted by six rebel brigands. Brigands? Mm. Yes, brigands. Brigands? Brigands. 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 I don't know. Brigands. They attempt brigands. to rob Daredevil, but he has no money, which is a lie, because he buys a newspaper later. <laughs> Could have given them his 20 cents or whatever he has. <laughs> Where does he keep his money? <laughs> well, that's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. That he's, like, in a skin-tight costume. And uh, I had a bit, I did have a bit of a fnar fnar moment, which was when they said, all he's got is the club in his sheath. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah, I mean, he has no pockets. He doesn't even have his little hood that he's had previously. Um, Also, I I, I mean, we'll get to him having money because I I have many questions about that. So he gets, it's very, yeah. Uh, Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. (laughs) So he uh, immediately kicks this one goon in the face who looks like Rambo. 
um, and Rambo does a little spin, shooting his like machine gun or whatever it is. And I was like, that could easily have killed a lot of people, Daredevil. Like, what are you doing? He didn't think that one through, did he? Yeah. I think this guy's name's Miklos. Uh, And then they start firing at Daredevil, so he runs and hides behind a tree. (laughs) (laughs) And then they clearly haven't learnt their lesson from Miklos being kicked in the face because Daredevil then swings around and kicks another guy in the face from behind (laughs) the tree. And it's great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So I love that. Uh, and then he leaves all these guys defeated in a pile, uh, and they marvel at his skill. The legends of Daredevil are true. Uh, he's everything they say and more. <laughs> I love that they're like, they're like, wow, as they're like lying wow. on the ground, like in a beaten, wow. bloody pile. <laughs> this little Owen Wilson moment. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I love that, like. Like they obviously in this story want to get him back to England as soon as possible because they want to set up the story with Kazar. So they have him just wander around the corner and he just finds a plane, a purple plane. I just the little disclaimer in the yeah. little bubble underneath was just. I was it's like, so guys, <laughs> if you're having to explain your plot points. Yeah, because they bait, he knocks the pilot out. And he flies the plane to England. <laughs> he just steals his plane and flies it to England <laughs> and stands like, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, basically, he uh, he feels the vibrations of the needles and dials within the instrument panel and his own natural radar sense takes care of the rest. <laughs> it's just like radar <laughs> sense is magic. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But then this, he has he has piloted a rocket fun. before in issue two. So, you know. oh, yes. Sorry, Daniel, what were you going to say? I was going to say, they, they, he does a lot of flying in these early issues. Like, they just keep wanting, like, him on aircrafts. It's like, <laughs> and I don't think it ever really works if you think about it for more than five minutes. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's not yeah, an aircraft he, or if... hanging when he's piloting a giant mechanical owl, like he did. Yeah. <laughs> the, the weird thing is, though, is that is slightly more believable than him piloting an actual plane. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I and you're right that the radar sense is kind of a you know, a catch all like yeah. you know, magic bullet to, you know, explain everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh he's just his radar sense, like just go with it. And you're like, okay. <laughs> just just go with it. I don't have time to explain. The <laughs> next the next panels I nearly lost my mind. Um <laughs> because Daredevil <laughs> This might be my panel of the week. I don't know yet. Daredevil steals a coat from the plane to conceal himself. Uh, but he's wearing this coat over his Daredevil costume. He doesn't even like... It's like, okay, do you want, do you want the coat? Yeah. But take off your cowl. Yeah, take your mask off. But he's because... just dressed as Daredevil with a coat over the top. Then so he say he goes up to someone and they're like, excuse me, are you Daredevil? No, I'm... I'm not Daredevil, look, I'm wearing this coat. <laughs> it's like when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles disguise themselves by wearing a trench coat. <laughs> and it's like, well, you're clearly a giant turtle. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> yeah. uh, and also, he says he only had enough money to buy a newspaper. So, I mean, did he get this money, like Daniel, from the pilot as well, from this coat? Otherwise... Why would he have this money on him anyway? Because it's a foreign currency. 
Oh, that's true. I didn't think about the foreign currency. I'm assuming it was, like, left in the coat, but he also looks like he's inside, so, like, how did he, like, get inside without any money? It's like he got a hotel room or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know where he is, because it's, like, got this fancy window and this, like, railing at the bottom, and I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's all a bit strange. It's very, it's very weird, it's... yeah. Uh, I so mean, I was bought... thinking, I know later on, sir. Oh, no, 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 go, um, go. I was just going to say, like, um, later on, he, he actually has, like, subway tokens, like, stored in, in the club. So, yes. you know, and maybe he had some, you know, some change in there, but I didn't think about the foreign currency. <laughs> maybe he's got, like, a teeny tiny coin purse secreted into the Billy Club Yeah. in in a couple of different currencies. Also, the top of the Billy Club later, Vicky, um, works as a Pez dispenser. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I really wish that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm, my sugar's running, my sugar, my blood sugar's running a bit low. Quick, let me just, little let me just pop out these glucose tablets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be so great. Um, I don't know why he buys a newspaper apart from to to further the plot. Because. I yeah, don't know seems, what the point seems, of buying a newspaper is. It seems a little bit random. It's like a so he's just he's literally pulled a couple of coins out of his ass in a foreign country, yeah. wearing some dude like random dude's coat, which magically fits him. Yeah. Um, and he buys a newspaper. Yeah. And it can only be for a plot point. Yeah, yeah, it, that's the only reason. Absolutely. Because um, I guess they wouldn't be able to do, because normally in kind of like comics and superhero films and stuff, they'll be like um, walking past a window yeah. that's got loads of TV screens in it. They could do the radio. But would you hear that if you were walking, just walking down, down the road? They never would. I suppose, yeah. You could just hear like a, oh, so, breaking news, what a scoop. <laughs> I think, aren't they in England? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you said it like that. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, tally-ho, here's the evening news on the BBC. <laughs> oh, chums. <laughs> chums. <laughs> so, Kazar has barricaded himself in Plunder Castle, which he has basically... Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Are we not going to talk about... Um... Kazar's head uh, growing out of Matt's forehead. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a bit strange. That yeah, there's like a little Kazar head growing out of Matt's head. That's my panel of the week. Just because. Just it is. Yeah. I think it's because I'm currently looking at it in black and white, and it's not so weird in black and white. It's just. Because it's is it not neck weird as well. in black and white. I don't. Yeah, it is pretty weird. I'm not gonna lie. Because at least, like in the colour, you've got so David was also like red. Yeah. And then Kazar's looks like a spirit coming out from between your horns. <laughs> yeah. I just and the longer I looked at this panel, the funnier it got. <laughs> it is. It is very strange. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. Because now there's his neck, and it's like. His shoulder yeah. blends into Matt's like furrowed brow. Yeah, because it's it's not even like just like his head. It's kind of it's like his whole body is trying to come out of. Yeah, Matt's I don't know forehead. why they did that. Why and they didn't just have the little flashback underneath that they have. Or like a little speech bubble, like a thought bubble or something that they yeah. do sometimes. What do you think, Daniel? 
it's kind of an odd placement. <laughs> I do think if they were going to do it, they could have just done like the recap panel below it and yeah. then just like left out like just the floating head. Yeah. But I mean, I do enjoy Gene Colan's like facial expression, so I mean, it's nice to see. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It's it's yeah, it's just strangely placed, I guess. I'm I'm going to call him ectoplasm cuz all <laughs> That's he does look like, like he does look like a ghost. <laughs> so Kazar has inherited Plunder Castle because the plunderer, the love of our lives, was arrested. And we get a. F- I love that they're like, here's a flashback to a typical, like a typical day for Kazar. <laughs> and it's like oh. this is not a typical day for Kazar. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a life-changing moment that happened yeah. to him. It's not like every day that your giant tiger gets stuck in a trap oh. and then you get you discover that you're a, you've got a brother and yeah. magic you're magic a lord. Medallions and <laughs> your name's Kevin. Yeah. Just a day of the life, sure. Yeah. Did you? I mean, were you happy to see that Zabu had survived, uh, Vicky? Because last time we Obviously. saw Zabu, he was falling down this pit. And we were very Honestly, worried about him. I was He's great. I was very, I was very concerned. I think, I think Daniel might be tooting Zabu later because he was very happy to see him back. What I, what I am concerned about with with uh, Zabu is that he, they refer to him as a tiger. He's got no stripes. But he's like a saber tooth tiger. Oh, okay. He's oh, like a, a battle cat. Oh, battle cat. Yeah. Oh, battle like cat and and He Man are very. Kazar and Zabu, aren't they? Very, 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 mm. very. Uh, so, so basically, the local police. So, there's been all this mischief going on, and there's been like tiger prints <coughs> and bear footprints, and the local police are calling Kazar the murderous midnight stalker. Um, so, Daredevil's like, oh, my friend. So he immediately <laughs> throws his coat off. <laughs> But I was like, but you're disguised. Now everyone will know you're dead. <laughs> you're disguised, Matt. <laughs> and he runs to save him. And he heads to Plunder Castle, which he knows is 30 minutes away. <laughs> because everywhere in Britain is 30 minutes away from everywhere else. <laughs> Isn't that right, Vicky? Well, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's, why it, that's why it took me nearly five hours to get to Cornwall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's like, I know it's thirty minutes away. <laughs> like, what? Doesn't he say like, as as the crow flies or yes. something? Uh, he says, if my memory serves me, Plunder Castle is a good half hour from here as the crow flies. I'm like, but but have you been to this hotel before then? Like, because you're right, Daniel. It's like he's in a hotel. Yeah, I don't know if he just like broke into like a empty hotel room and was just. <laughs> Hanging out? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's so many plot holes in this issue. There's, yeah, this 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 issue is crazy. Um, so he heads off. The militia are all hanging around outside the castle because uh, they want to arrest Kazar. And one of the police officers says, "Stay back, please. The militia will be arriving in jig time." Vicky, I... is this something you've heard? I've never heard this before. No, it's not. And I I just I don't understand the whole militia thing like are they the home guard i guess that i'm guessing they're the home guard yeah like but 
like when I yeah I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> this is the problem when you get people that aren't British writing British things. <laughs> well, I mean, I have you know, Stanley's wife was born in the, yeah. in, in England, so you know she's very well well versed. She yeah, so and also is this is a long time ago, Vicky, but I'm gonna bring in jig time back. <laughs> in jig time uh, yeah I, do, I just I didn't understand the whole like militia thing because they wouldn't be called the militia no I, yeah it's all just a bit strange and can I point out that why is is Matt in his black suit in the crowd did you spot him I think him? it's just the shadow isn't it no 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 there's like when he um like wraps his billy club around the tree yeah there's like in the bottom kind of right hand corner there's some people standing around i think there's like a woman in a yellow dress holding oh, her coat yeah. but it right in the bottom right hand corner yeah it's like it's matt <laughs> oh it's it's almost like matt's got a twin mm. <laughs> oh oh mm. Mm. that's weird <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um why is matt in the crowd why are you there matt? meanwhile kazar is <laughs> looking mournfully out of his castle window and he's having note, a bit of like a he's having a bit of a kate bush weathering heights moment with his, with his notes, I wrote, shirt yeah i wrote i would do anything for love because <laughs> i don't know why it just makes me think of that music video or um oh. Oh, poor kazar i feel so bad for him <laughs> You can't get any peace. Poor Guy just baby. wants to chill out at home. <laughs> so then we get Lord Mayor Henry Honeywell announces the militia has arrived. And two little cockney soldiers appear. Who one says, <laughs> blimey, hide like a look at that Kazar bloke I would. <laughs> and then the other bloke says, I feel a bit sorry for him myself. I'll wager the blighter doesn't even know what he's doing. Now, Daniel, that was an impression. That was me doing an impression of what they're saying. That wasn't just my natural, the way I speak naturally, because I am English. I was gonna. I mean, because Stanley got a little bit of flack for the last time <laughs> we went to England for the appearance and you know the dialogue. So mm-hmm. I was curious to see you know how you guys reacted to the you know the English dialogue in this issue and their outfits. If it's I, any better. I think Not this well. is probably how they would speak back in the day. It just sounds ridiculous to us because it was from so long ago, you know? It's just it's just the stereotypical, like, it's the sort of standard trope yeah. for, like, British characters, isn't it? They're either, like, really fucking, oh, excuse my language, uh, really posh or... Like, hey, what the I don't know what that was, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh, so, I, I don't know if this is how the like the home guard would have dressed. I don't think so, but my army knowledge is no, not very good. Like the same like old timey like nineteen twenties thirties like policeman cap like behind like behind the guy with the bullhorn yeah and the two soldiers see like a little like you know like the the policeman's cap from like 100 years ago yeah like an old an old bobby as they would be called yeah um 
so Honeywell demands Kazar has to surrender and Kazar de- uh, denies the charges and Daredevil believes him because he's like Kazar doesn't know how to lie because <laughs> yeah, I doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> and so the villagers spot him as he swings towards the castle. So the soldiers fire their gun at him and Daredevil manages to clear the barricade. And then he swings into the castle and Kazar is shocked to see to see him. And at some point between Kazar gazing mournfully out of the window and Daredevil arriving, he's managed to put on a shirt. Kazar has. Yeah. Well, he's he's wearing the shirt first time you see him in the window but he's got it like undone oh then the next right. time you see him in the window he's shirtless mm. and then he's oh yeah you're right can't make up his mind if he's if he's hot or cold it's like do you want titties in or titties out <laughs> uh and immediately kazar thinks daredevil has turned on him and they fight. <laughs> and I'm like, like, Kazar, th- this happens every time you see Daredevil. Like, every time. He's like, ah, you've betrayed me. I'm going to fight you. And Daredevil's like, look, 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 Kev, I'm on your side. <laughs> Calm down. Like, I'm here to help. Yeah. It's all good. I think this is like the third time this has happened. It's just funny. It's like, Very yeah. classic Marvel of the two heroes you know fighting each other and then realizing they're on the same side and then yeah up at the end it's a very like silver age marvel trope yeah, yeah. well like the the daredevil spider-man <laughs> issue we had mm-hmm. you know where they're well he's fighting the spider-man's fighting the fake daredevils and then uh they're fighting each other and they're not really talking uh so daredevil leads kazar to the roof uh, oh no first of all daredevil's like i can prove that you're innocent. So he runs into a room, locks the door, and makes a phone call. What even? <laughs> like what even? I, I love don't. It. I just. I don't understand. I... Operator. <laughs> Operator. <laughs> Put me through to the jail. Uh, and we don't know immediately then who he's phoned. You know. I mean, mm. at this point, Vicky, were you like? I wonder who the Midnight Stalker is. Could it possibly be Kazar's arch nemesis and love of my life, the plunderer? Could it? Could it be? Could it be my husband? <laughs> my fictional husband. <laughs> so Daredevil leads Kazar to the roof, and Kazar picks up Daredevil to throw him off the roof, but they he grabs onto him, so they both fall into the sea. And Daredevil's like, "I was right, a hidden submarine." I. Now, have they ever done this on Mythbusters <laughs> that you can break into a submarine while you're underwater? I feel like the air pressure, you wouldn't I mean, be able to open it. it. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I'd be like never... safety that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> do, they, do they have like two um, like airlocks? Is there I like think one? So. Is there like a top one and then like maybe a, a, a foot? down from that is another one so it would have to be because you wouldn't just be able to open the door underwater and go in the submarine because that's idiotic it's (laughs) just like two hatches where you go in like an outer hatch and then they can like drain out the water and then like Mm. open up the hatch although you would think that you know they'd be able to just like trap them like in between the two hatches yeah you know drown them (laughs) i think we might be reading a little bit too much into. I don't, I don't know much about sub submarine science. I haven't watched Das Boot in a many many years. 
So I or need hunt to. Hunt for Red October. <laughs> or Hunt for Red October. Or. Uh, oh, God, what's that submarine film starring uh, Matthew McConaughey? It starts with a U. <laughs> it's like U. Yeah, uh, U571. That's it, U571. Yeah, it's like a number. Yeah. Is that is that the one about like smuggling the Enigma machine? Oh, maybe. I haven't actually seen that. I think here's something else. Yeah. Oh, I could watch Yellow Submarine. <laughs> That's full of submarine science. Uh, so... Uh, immediately they break into the submarine and Daredevil attacks the crew and Kazar's like, yeah, Daredevil's my friend. Hooray. And uh, so he's on his side again. And then the plunderer's like, ha ha, it was me all along. Like, and no shit, Sherlock. Now, were you, how happy were you to see the plunderer, Vicky? Because I, I had so teased you that he was coming back. I was so happy. Like, I, yeah, it legitimately gave me joy today. <laughs> what did you think of his outfit? I love his outfit. Yeah, it's great. Like, he can do no wrong fashion-wise for me. No, whatever he wears, it's Whatever great. he wears, is fabulous. Yeah, I agree. And now I just have to decide which outfit of his I'm going to get tattooed on my body. Because <laughs> I, am, I am getting a plunderer tattoo. I like, I yes, we discussed this uh, off episode. You can update Daniel on this. <laughs> just yeah i'm i'm totally getting a plunder a tattoo because he's fabulous <laughs> but there's so many good outfits to choose from i i do quite enjoy his like count dracula look yeah that was pretty good yeah i think that would be a good one mm, i do too you might have to write under it the plunder so people no. know who this person is no 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 <laughs> no so it's, it's it's just it's just for me. <laughs> I love that the plunderer is revealing his like evil plan, and then Daredevil just shuts him up with a billy club to the jaw. It's great. It's, just, it's like if in doubt, just just chuck a billy club at yeah. someone's face. Like, Shut up. Uh, so the plunderer is like, oh well, I now have the ultimate weapon. Now he's got many ultimate weapons. The plunderer. He's had many weapons before, but this time. The first and got... foremost is his charm. Is <laughs> his beautiful facial hair uh but this time he's got a nerve bolt ray i'm not sure what this does but when he shoots it at daredevil and daredevil dodges it daredevil tells him that that was a very unfriendly thing to do <laughs> was to shoot a nerve bolt ray at him which i thought was great i mean it's i mean he's not wrong yeah and luckily when they fight daredevil knocks the plunderer against the controls he knocks him out which means that the submarine starts to rise and then we get this weird moment where daredevil's like oh kazar what do you prefer to be called k or zah <laughs> kev he's like kev kev that's my name yeah uh daniel were you happy to see the return of like kazar and the plunderer because as we've i've said to vicky before i love the plunderer but I'm really not keen on Kazar. Apart from Zabu, I love Zabu. Right, I mean, you can't diss Zabu. Um, yeah, I mean, Kazar, he's a little bit of a flat character. I mean, he's hes basically a, like a Tarzan knockoff, mm-hmm. and I don't think they give him much more depth besides the, you know, me Kazar kind of level. Um, but the, the plunderer is always fun. Um, it's It, it gets, always gets, you know, super over the top and wacky whenever he comes in. You know, it's very... 
you know, we got submarines and death rays and all of that when he was <laughs> you know, introduced. So it, it's it's wacky and it's Silver Age, but, you know, it's fun. Um, and I always enjoy because it seems like every time he runs into these guys, we're out of New York. Um, mm-hmm. So every once in a while, it's kind of fun just to take Daredevil out of his natural environment of, you know, Hell's Kitchen, New York, and, you know, make him a globetrotter for, you know, every, every once in a while. I don't think I would want it all the time, but, you know, every once in a while, it's kind of a fun jaunt to, you know, run into these guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun to see. It's like, mm. I mean, he's been, he's been around the world a few times now, Daredevil. That's yeah. okay. And we're only yeah. like 20, 20 something issues in, 24 issues in, which is kind of fun. Um, huh. you know, and it always, it, he always does seem to just bump into plunder when he does that, which is great. So <laughs> the police arrest the plunderer. Plunderer's all sad and they're like, right, we're taking you back to your cell. <laughs> and he's like, oh man. <laughs> Uh, what, what I like? Where was he hiding his outfit while he was in jail? Do you think that like his goons were waiting for him with his fabulous outfit, or do you think he had it like secreted in his cell? No, I think they had it waiting for him on the submarine. They were making mm. it for him while he was in jail. They were <laughs> like, let's make the boss something really fabulous for him to wear when he gets out. Something like it's like a say something hat day. Yeah. And we obviously have to wrap up the issue because it's all it's at this point it's like oh hang on, uh, Daredevil's still stuck in Britain, so how's he going to get back? So because I was like oh you can have I'll pay, he's like all right, <laughs> this like sorted, great, sweet. Like if he hadn't bumped into Kazar, I don't know how he would have gone back. Like, he just would have stolen another plane, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Concord. Uh, so. I love this little moment where Matt is dressed as Matt. I don't know where he got this suit and his glasses and his cane. He, he stole it from his doppelganger. <laughs> his doppelganger who was under the tree. Exactly. I don't know where he got this stuff, but he's like, I'm I'm going to board the plane. Um, and then Kazar's standing there and he's like, I want to see my friend Daredevil off. Oh, where is he? I can't see him. And then Matt's like, right, I'm just going to wait until he looks away. <laughs> He turns his head, and then he turns his head, Kazar. And then Matt's like, bye, Kazar, your top's in my book. And then Kazar's like, huh? I heard him, but I don't see him. He's invisible. Now, that is my panel of the week, because I did laugh. Oh, <laughs> that, that was... it's, it's like it's like my sister's dog, when my, my sister has like the, the security camera going. And filming the dogs, and then she calls the dogs, and they're like, "Huh?" Mm. That's what it reminded me of. It's so funny to me. Because <laughs> I was all sad because he's like, "Oh, Daredevil can make himself invisible." <laughs> oh, I love it. And then we get this panel right at the very end. Go back to New York. Karen and Foggy are reading a letter addressed to Matt. First of all, Karen, don't be opening Matt's mail. Yeah. Although well, Matt would have needed someone to read it to him because you know. Um, well, although technically she is like the receptionist, secretary, whatever, that's true. and that is part of. I would imagine it's part of her job. Yeah, it's 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 very weird that in this last panel it's suddenly like, oh, by the way, this is what's going to happen next issue, you know. Uh, so they read a letter to Matt. It's from Spider Man <laughs> telling Matt that he knows that he's dead before. Now, Vicky, how is this going to be resolved? 
my the last note that I have for this episode is what the fudge is going on. <laughs> I mean, me and Daniel are sure that however Matt is going to resolve this, it will be a completely sane and reasonable oh, solution. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. it'll make complete sense. Yeah, that's right, uh, isn't it, Daniel? I mean, when you, I mean, how do they even know if it's actually from Spider-Man? I mean, couldn't you just, you know, couldn't Matt just... You know, brush it aside, be like, oh, well, it's someone just, you know, writing a yeah. weird letter because we all this publicity and stuff. And... <laughs> but then we wouldn't have a, the next issue. <laughs> well, the next issue, speaking of which, Uh-oh. and we'll do our toots and boots in a minute, is called Enter the Leapfrog. <gasps> now, Vicky, we have met Frogman before. I hated him. He was creepy. Because <laughs> where Matt stole his and then costume. And Matt, like, squeezed himself into his <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, Ugh. Yeah. It's just like squeezing yourself into someone else's wetsuit. It's like, oh, that's horrible. Uh, Vicky, what are your predictions for the next issue? I mean, let's be honest. It could go any which way. <laughs> Couldn't it? Uh, like, a legion of frogs... Maybe some sort of like plague. The leaf of frogs. frogs. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Or just I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Leaf okay. frog. Yeah. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with like some sort of like pestilence type. Of frogs, like real yeah. frogs. Like actual frogs. Okay. But right. like, but like ant man can can like talk to ants. Yeah. Maybe there's like a frog man that can talk to frogs. <laughs> yeah. And he can like set frogs on people. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I think frogs are kind of. I don't like frogs. I'm going to say it now. Apart I from Kermit the Frog. I don't mind them. Like if they're. If I don't need to touch them. My cat used to catch frogs and you would hear them downstairs and they scream. Like frog scream and it's horrifying. I don't like it. The most terrifying thing I have ever witnessed in my entire life was when I was chicken sitting for one of my uncles. (laughs) Okay. He had like five chickens. They were called the Spice Girls. Anyway, (laughs) um, they were allowed out like once or twice a day, just to kind of like run around the garden. I had no idea that chickens were this savage. Like they, one of them found a frog in the flower bed, and then they all, like all five of them, just descended on this frog and were like ripping it apart as oh. it screaming. Oh my god! It was horrific. Yeah, I don't like frogs screaming. Is horrible sound. Chickens are to be feared. Yeah, chickens are. Give me a duck any day. Ducks are pretty cool. Yeah, ducks but... are awesome. Chickens, yeah. like yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel, where are you on duck versus chicken? I don't know how we got <laughs> onto this. <laughs> I mean, I find I find chickens delicious. I don't know, they're very smelly though. Um, yeah. As I actually go to work, I pass like a egg chicken plant, and it's a horrible, horrible smell. Um, so I definitely wouldn't want to work around one. But <laughs> I mean, they are tasty though. Yeah, they are tasty. I I haven't eaten chicken for twenty years. You can cuddle the duck. You can't cuddle the chicken. 
you can cuddle a chicken mm-hmm. they like they are pretty like you you can like they do have personalities and some of them are actually like a lot more cuddly than others like one of them my uncle's ones i used to like pick up and walk around with it like under my arm like just stroking its like its chest and it would just sort of cuddle into me and be like <laughs> no which was pretty cute but then i saw it murder a frog and i was yeah you're like yeah. nope nope listeners feel free to tell us where you are on duck versus chicken <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that's going to be next week. But this week, we need to talk about our toots and our boots. Uh, Daniel, you're our special guest. Who would you like to toot and boot this week? Uh, because we do have the triumphant return of Zabu, and he is amazing, <laughs> I will give a minor, minor toot to Zabu in his <laughs> delicious, luscious fur. Oh. And I feel like I feel like he deserves it. I mean, I feel like he probably works hard on his coat, and yeah. he, you know, he needs a shout out. And um, I also give a toot, I think, to um, Pizarre. I like his uh, green pants and kind of open white shirt. I think he's, I think he pulls it off well. It's very Fabio, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit Fabio. I'm gonna uh, boot. I didn't actually talk about her at the end where Matt is about to board the plane. There's a woman wearing like a purple hood, like all in one like like wrap scarf thing. I don't know what it is, or like a like I I just don't know what's going on. So I'm gonna boot her. Um, who because... are you booting, Daniel? Oh, sorry, Daniel. Who are you booting? I'm sorry. Um, I think I'll I'll boot the Rambo knockoff guy at the beginning. <laughs> um, his his like bandana and you know rip off like sleeve yeah. shirts <laughs> so he's trying to be the plunderer and it's just not there's it's only just one not plunderer. there's only one plunderer yeah you can be only one highlander or plunderer <laughs> uh sorry sorry to interrupt you then daniel i i am booting woman in purple hood thing because i don't understand what's going on and i'm just because i've missed him so much I'm gonna to the plunderer because I love him, Obviously. and I love that he's just wearing another wacky outfit, and it's great, and I love him. Yes, uh, Vicky, what about you? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna to the plunderer, obviously, because he's just too fabulous for us. He's too fabulous for this universe. Um. As for my boot, I think it's going to be like the the swarthy uh, gorilla dudes at the beginning. Yeah, the Rambos. I just, I didn't quite understand. What, like, first I was kind of like, are they trying to make them a bit piratey? Or are they being a little bit racist? Probably. I don't know where they're meant to be from, though, is the thing. Yeah, well, he's kind of like, he's supposed, supposedly in Europe, isn't he? Yeah, and the, so, his name's... I can't remember what the guy's name is, but it sounds like sort of Greek. So I, I, don't don't, know. I don't know if they were sort of going... Miklos. They were trying to go for this sort of like Roman or Gypsy maybe. type. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. It made me a little bit uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. I mean, can we also minor boot to the, you know, police officer with his dated uniform? Because he yeah, actually is... <laughs> yeah, we could. Absolutely. Yeah, but I do. I do actually really like their like, what they say, even though it's it's really funny. But I find it quite charming, where it's like, 
Like, blimey! <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah, and I'm also going to 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 Zabu, obviously, because Zabu is a good boy. Loves Zabu. Yeah. Uh, what about our favourite panels? Uh, I, as I've said, I've already said mine. My favourite was uh, Kazar going at Matt, <laughs> calling him while he's his back is turned because I love it. Uh, Vicky, what about you? I I think did I already say it? I can't you remember. Did already um, Oh, ectoplasm Kazar coming out of Matt's head is my <laughs> week. Nice. And Daniel, what about you? Um, I'm kind of torn. Um, I really like the uh, the panel where he's hiding behind the tree and you can kind of see like the manor and everything kind of mm-hmm. in the background. It's kind of a moody panel. Um, but I think I'll go with the one where he's like flipping upside down in, in the air with his, his cable um, oh, with yeah. the two like militia and like shooting at him. Yeah, it's kind of a cool action shot. Yeah, yeah that was that was a cool shot, definitely. There's some nice uh, Billy Club shots in uh, panels in this issue. Mm. Yeah, he does. Um, Gene Colan does a really good job of like having Daredevil use the Billy Club and kind of like ricochet it mm-hmm. off like multiple people and stuff and like the action scenes. I really enjoy it. Yeah, the action scenes in all Gene Colan does very well with. He he does a good job like uh, choreographing them. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I really like the way there's yeah, I like I like when uh the um artist can draw good action, good swashbuckling action because I don't think all of the artists manage to kind of capture that with Daredevil. Yeah, not all of the artists. <laughs> Alex Malieve, <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> um, not all of the artists can buckle a swash. No, exactly. And I think you need a bit of a bit of buckling of swashes. For this character, Ooh, yeah, but then you do have so so varied stories. You know, sometimes you go very noir, sometimes mm. you go more more swashbuckling. You know, so it's a very varied character. But I do like when there's good good drawn action, um, mm-hmm. like like there are with with Gene Colan. He does it very well. Um, okay, well we have to decide what we're going to do with this issue, guys. It's been a while. The vault might need a bit of an oil because it's probably a bit a bit rusty. The hinges. But we need to decide if we're going to, if we like this issue, so we're going to put it in the vault. If we think, ah, oh, it's, it's okay, so we're going to put it under the bar for any spillages. Or we're going to throw it out the win- window of Josie's bar, a la Turk Barrett. <laughs> what do you think, Vicky? I personally didn't like this issue. Ooh. There was. Like, the only reason I'm not yeeting it out the window is because of Bay. So, it was just, there was just too many, like, weird little plot holes and, like, weird little things that just didn't make any sense. And I just, and I'm not a fan of Kazor. Yeah. Like, I love Zabu, but Kazar, but yeah, the only reason that this isn't getting yeeted is because of the plunderer. And I will not yeet my husband out of the bar (laughs) window. Um, So I personally am going to decide to put this under the bar. That is what I would have said as well. Uh, Daniel, you have a place at the bar, you also get a vote. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to vote for, was just putting it under the bar. Like, I didn't hate it. Um, I mean, it's a fun issue. Mm. Um, 
you know, I mean, it's wacky, but it's it's kind of fun to get him out of New York and kind of, you know, doing, you know, kind of different things than he normally does. Um, I liked how it had a little bit of a, a mystery um, to element to it, mm-hmm. and Matt kind of had to think his way out of, uh, you know, a couple of problems, which, you know, kind of shows his resourcefulness that I liked. Um, and like I said, the action, and it was well choreographed and well done. Um, like I said, it was... I mean, I don't have the intense love of Thunderer that you guys have. <laughs> he's just a little too Silver Age wacky for me. Um, and like I said, you know, there's kind of the weird kind of odd plot holes in it. But and it seemed like it was kind of a fast issue, like not a, a ton happened. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, let's use Tsar again. And I mean, it was okay. It was fine, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. So I, I think it's going under the bar, guys. Sounds here we good. go. Here, here I go. I'm gonna throw it under the bar. Awesome. Um, Daniel, thank you so much for coming back and for being so patient with us. Um, you know, over this uh, this delay we've had. Um, and obviously yeah, you are welcome back anytime. We love having you on. Um, and thank the, you for mm-hmm. introducing me to um, a Captain America podcast, which I was going to see if you wanted to um to promote here. Well, actually, I've I've more been lurking around the Facebook group. I should say. Um, but I thought you might want to promote that. Uh, yeah. Um, like years ago, um, I used to frequent a comic book store um, here locally. And um, the owner of, of that store, uh, Rick Burbanis, um, he actually moved up to New Jersey. Um, but just recently, I kind of reconnected with him on Facebook. And he's always been a huge Captain America fan um, for decades. Um, he has almost a complete collection of everything Captain America. And he started a comp, uh, Captain America comic book uh, Facebook page. Um, so he kind of, I, I guess, distinguishes it from like the MCU movie stuff. So he, he centers completely on comic books. And um, he just started a uh, podcast. Um, and he is, goes through and he interviews different uh, professionals that have you know worked on the comic or you know they review certain story arcs. Uh, but it's a really fun, really knowledgeable uh, uh, podcast that they do. Um, so if you're on Facebook, um, if you look up uh, Captain America comic book fans, um, you can find it there. And then I think their podcast is on the Anchor website. Nice. Um, and then uh, you can also either, I guess, go to that website or download the app, and they're on there. Um, but it's a really fun one. Um, I go in, I, I do some moderating on, on the Facebook page, and it's, it's a fun group. So if you're yeah. interested in Captain America or like that character, um, I would definitely seek them out. They're, uh, they're a really good group. Yeah, it's a really fun Facebook group, like some of the stuff that's posted. Um, and I definitely want to try and see if we can get uh, him onto the onto the show. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, he's uh, he'd be great, um, um, especially if you have any kind of like uh, crossover between Daredevil and Cap. I think that'd be a good one to have him on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, that's great. I, I need to check out the podcast still. Um, but, yeah, I am enjoying seeing the posts on the Facebook group. I really like it on there. I keep meaning to post something on there as well. Um, but, yeah, and I've I've seen that. I think you've posted on there a couple of times, Daniel. I've definitely seen your name come up anyway. Yeah, um, I've posted a few things. And, and the podcast is really good. I've listened to the first couple. Um, this, the second one, they actually interview um, Joe Simon's grandson, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, so just the, the co-creator along with uh, Jack Kirby of, of Captain America. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to see, you know, someone that was related to him and then, you know, how that, that legacy kind of, you know, comes down to him and how he's trying to kind of spread 
spread the love for, for his grandfather and keep his legacy alive. So I think that was pretty cool. Yeah, we were we were like discussing. Um, I can't remember why we were discussing that the other day, Vicky, um, off the podcast about the creation of Captain America. You were telling me some stuff. Um, oh, it was the whole uh, the insurrectionists. They were they had like a oh yeah they, they were wearing, wearing Captain America t-shirts. And, yeah, and he commented yeah. on it, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I remember us discussing it. Awesome. Uh, Vicky, do you have anything you want to promote? Have you been enjoying anything recently? Um, not really. Oh, we should say, <laughs> new first new um, uh, MCU content in, what, two years? With WandaVision? Oh, my gosh. Um, which have you watched I it yet? Uh, I, I have watched it. I will have to discuss it with you later. <laughs> but I don't okay. want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it. Are you watching it, Daniel? I, I haven't. Um, I've been waiting Ooh. to get... This- Plus, um, oh, nice. I haven't gotten it, but I really want to see the uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the Hawkeye yeah. series. Um, so as we get closer to those, I'll probably um, you know break down and get a subscription to Disney Plus and then go back and watch it. I've heard it's it's pretty good though. Yeah, it's it would be it would be good. very easy to binge because they're only like 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 thirty five minutes long. They're really short. If, if, if that, I think yeah. Like so first, it'd be, it would be a good episode. one to binge. Yeah, for sure. And um and I think it would be a good one to watch like all of them in one one sitting you know almost like a long a long movie, um yeah and there's a lot of other good stuff on Disney Plus as well this isn't an advert for Disney Plus they're not like sponsoring the show or anything <laughs> um, but I've just introduced my dad to the fact that there's loads of documentaries on Disney Plus uh there's National Geographic so he's really enjoying that and there's loads of great uh, Disney documentaries as well um, mm. so yeah there's some really good stuff on there. Uh, and Disney Plus, if you want to give us some money because we just promoted you, that would be great. <laughs> Throw us some bucks. Uh, yeah, so otherwise, we will be back next week, the next episode. Do, do, do. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. Mean, You've always got no, a place awesome. at the bar. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, and have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Time at the bar. Ding, ding, ding. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.